I remember when I was at the hospital getting ready to give birth, um, I opened up my Bible app and you won't believe what the scripture of the day was. What was it? Jeremiah 29, 11. Oh, wow. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, mm -hmm. to give you an expected end, and some versions say to give you a hope in the future. Yes. Hello, welcome to Treasures and Truth with Tope. I'm so happy that you're here. I am your host, Dr. Tope Kiku. Everyone wants to feel happy and alive, but it's easy to lose hope in this uh, and feel defeated in this chaotic world that's so full of problems. Well, guess what? This podcast is all about helping you to discover the hidden treasures in your trials so that you can renew your confidence and live in freedom. Uh, you'll hear inspiring stories from special guests as they share their treasures and tips that they've discovered in their trials. So if you're going through a difficult season right now and need encouragement, you've come to the right place. You'll find support here and you'll know that you're not alone on this journey called life. So before we begin, I'd like to ask you a favor. If this podcast inspires or encourages you, please subscribe, leave a rating, or a review to help spread the word. Thank you. Uh, so without further ado, I'll introduce our special guest today. Our special guest is an educator. She's a wife, a mom, and most importantly, a lover of Jesus. She ministers to women through her community, I Am Remembered, a community which helps to uplift and support women who are going through childbearing issues. Um, she's also a teacher, and so she's very passionate about making a difference in the lives of children and the next generation. She consistently seeks opportunities to grow in order to be a positive influence in the life of her students. Um, she and her children and husband currently reside in uh, North Carolina. Please join me in welcoming Mrs. Kenesha Huggins. Hey, Kenesha, welcome to the show. Hi, Tofei. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Yes, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for honoring us. Um, so let me, let's just begin uh, by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself or something you'd like our listeners to know about you. Um, yes. So aside from all the things that um, you've already mentioned, um, I love Prior to having children, I loved hanging out with my family and friends mm -hmm. and, um, you know, going shopping and all those fun things. But <laughs> after um, not saying that I still don't, I still love hanging out with my family and friends. But now it's like, it, you know, your mindset just changed. You just want to be able to relax. Mm -hmm. So on my downtime, I just like to kick up my feet. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Okay. And I, I guess something, something unique about you right now in this season is that you're expecting. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. God, has been, God has restored, um, everything that, um, we've lost. So we just give him glory. Okay. Well, um, so I will use that to segue into our next, uh, into the next question I want to ask you. So that is, 
How have you seen God move in your life? I know that you uh, lead this community. I am remembered. And so how did that community come about? And have you seen God move in your life? Yeah, so um, I am remembered started basically from my own testimony, um, which started (laughs) back in um, probably late 2016, early 2017. And it was mine and my husband's journey to parenthood. So shortly after we got married, we decided we wanted to expand our family. But if I'm honest, I was not prepared for the path that we took in order to get there. Um, Prior to having our first child, we experienced three miscarriages back to back. Mm. And um, like I've heard of miscarriages, you know, I've heard of people um, having them, but you know, it's different once you experience one, not only one, but three. Mm-hmm. So I remember the first time um, I found out that I was pregnant. I was very excited. I planned this whole pregnancy reveal for my husband. It's mm-hmm. like, yes, we're finally going to be parents. And then um, <clears throat> a couple days later, um, I came home from church and something just didn't feel right. So I went to the bathroom Mm -hmm. and I saw that I was potentially miscarrying. So my husband rushed me to the hospital. And even at the hospital, (laughs) I remember being so optimistic, like maybe, you know, this one um, is is, um, maybe this one stuck. Like, you know, maybe everything is okay. It's just part of some people's process. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember they took me to the ultrasound room and they did an ultrasound and you know, the ultrasound tech can't tell you anything. Yes. Um, And I remember they carried me to a different room and in that different room is when my husband came to me and I could see like his face um, was just somber. And he's like, you know, Kenesha, unfortunately you miscarried and da da da. And I just started to cry. I was completely devastated, you know, and I remember, um, after that first one, um, one of my passions, which I probably could have mentioned in the previous question, is that I was, I'm a praise dancer. Back in Connecticut, I used to praise dance a lot. Mm-hmm. And there are people in my community telling me, like, maybe you should stop. You know, maybe it's too much on your body because you guys are trying to have a child. And I and I did. I gave it up for a little bit. But one thing that kept coming back to me was if this is... Um, a gift that God gave me, you know, dancing, because it, it it wasn't a talent of mine. It was definitely a gift from God. Mm-hmm. Why would I have to give it up? Um, I remember having that thought, but nonetheless, you know, I just, I was like, you know what, maybe I just, my body needs to relax. Mm-hmm. So then the second time now I found out I was expecting mm-hmm. and I, st- something still felt off. Um, but you know, I didn't want to believe it's still trying to remain optimistic. Mm-hmm. And then a few days later mm-hmm. it happened again. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time I didn't even go to the hospital cause I knew what was happening. I was just like, all right. So my husband and I, you know, we started to pray like almost every single night, mm-hmm. you know, just asking God for a child. Mm-hmm. And then a couple months later, the third time. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That must have been really devastating. 
Yes, the third time I found out I was pregnant again. And I think around this time, we just bought a house. And I was trying to be extremely careful. And I think this was the longest I was pregnant for. Um, And then I remember we still went to the OBGYN to get checked. Mm -hmm. Um, Still that little, you know, hope. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he was like, yeah, there's there's nothing there. Um, And I remember coming home. I just curled up in my bed and I bawled. It's like, God, like, what is going on? I don't understand. You know, like, we really want to be parents. And I really just need you to to intervene, do something. Um, so um, fast forward to, like, maybe late se- September, mm-hmm. I think my friend, um, she told me about her church mm-hmm. and how they were doing a 21-day fast and I should join. Mm-hmm. So I, so I did, and this was the first time, like I've participated in fasts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this was the first time where I was like committed, <laughs> like I went every morning, 5 a.m., joined the prayer call. Like I did all the, they came out with a um, a booklet and I did all the, the prayers for mm-hmm. everything. And it's when it's like during this fast, I realized that this is just more than just something that's physically happening to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I felt it was more spiritual Mm -hmm, and there were mm -hmm. some things that needed to break Mm -hmm. in order for us to have a child. And Mm -hmm. um, I remember towards the end of the fast now there, my friend's church, they had a little things, they had a Thanksgiving service Mm -hmm. and I went, Mm -hmm. my friend's pastor prayed for me Mm -hmm. and basically he told me, you know, like the next time, like I will conceive. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, Jesus, you know, I'm, I'm trusting you. And then in November, my husband and I visited my aunt in Maryland and just randomly, she was just like, so when are you guys going to have a children? Uh, when are you guys going to have children? And I, I told her, I was like, you know, we've been trying, but I uh, haven't been successful. And it, my aunt is a praying woman. So as, as soon as she heard that, she got up and she just laid her hands on my womb and she started to pray. Fast forward now to January 2018. Now we're in January of 2018. Mm-hmm. That that must have been a really long, rough year. It was definitely a season. uh, Our faith was definitely challenged. Yeah. You know, and I feel like sometimes, you know, we can look at these circumstances and ask God, why me? Why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Um, But but we we fail to really dig deep into what he's trying to teach us, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and our faith was something that, like I said, it was challenged, but instead of drawing us away from God, it drew us even closer to him because we trusted him and we knew that he had, you know, our best intentions at heart. Mm -hmm. Um, So it, that was definitely, it was challenging. It was definitely challenging. And then, you know, you're seeing other people starting their family and then Mm -hmm. granted, you don't want to compare yourself Mm-hmm. to what other people are doing mm-hmm. but it, you had that you have that desire to just be a parent and it's like god i know that when our time comes it's going to be beautiful mm-hmm. so just give us the faith to keep holding on and trusting you mm-hmm. throughout this process mm-hmm. wow so, yeah wow so 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 far what you've shared with us is wow 
truly, truly a really hard season. Yeah. I can't even begin to imagine, to think about having three miscarriages back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you said something that I want to kind of highlight for our listeners. You mentioned that um, during that season, it was very discouraging. It was very challenging for you, but you held on to hope. You mentioned that you were a, uh, um, a dancer at church. Um, and a worship dancer. And you also mentioned that uh, the challenge and the, the uh, miscarriages made it really difficult, but you held on to hope. What's your middle name? My middle name? Yes. Oh my gosh, are you going to have me share that on your podcast? <laughs> I'm co- come along with me. I'm going somewhere <laughs> with that. <laughs> my middle name is Amika. Your middle name is Amika. Okay. Yes. So hope, what does your middle name mean? To be honest, I have no idea. But before I got married, my maiden name was Hope. Your your maiden name was Hope. My maiden name is Hope, yes. Your maiden name is Hope. Yes. So wherever, uh, whatever name that we are heavenly given is is part of our identity. Yes, and the absolutely. enemy will go after that. So, for example, my name Tope means gratitude, thankful. Guess what? Where am I the most challenged in that area? <laughs> and so, I just wanted to to help you see that connection because you were yeah. sharing about being uh, that you felt you were under spiritual attack, but you didn't know it until you had that twenty one day fast. And so, mm-hmm. um, just piecing all of these puzzles together. You're a worship dancer. Uh, your maiden name's Hope. And guess what? Where did the enemy go to? To attack that hope. <laughs> mm. <laughs> to attack your hope. But I love what you shared. So listeners out there, if you're struggling, um, just be encouraged that Absolutely. there is hope. That throughout the challenges, don't lose hope. Absolutely. Hang on to that thread of hope. You said our faith never failed us. We held on to our hope and faith in God. And Absolutely. our time will come. That's what you said. Yes, yes. So um, fast forward now to January of 2018. Took a pregnancy test for the fourth time. And I saw that we were expecting again. And when I took the pregnancy test, my husband wasn't home. He was on his way to, um, I think, a basketball game. Mm-hmm. And I called him and I was like, I'm pregnant. So we immediately started to pray, you know, we thank God, like, um, and then I called my aunt because she's been constantly, like, um, keeping in touch with me and mm-hmm. praying for me. Mm-hmm. And I told her, like, auntie, um, we're expecting, and she prayed for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew, I knew that this time, like, this time I was assured, like, mm-hmm. we're going to make it through, mm-hmm. you know, if he's nine, 10 months. Mm-hmm. And um, but I'm not gonna lie, fear started to creep in because mm. you're so used to something happening mm-hmm. and you're not used to you know making those milestones. Mm-hmm. And as time progressed, when I reached the six weeks, then the seven weeks, then the eight weeks, and so on and so forth, like I celebrated every single milestone, every single milestone. But wow. um, um, moving back, 
Um, I remember we went to our first doctor's appointment. Like I finally made it to a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I never got to experience them in the other pregnancies. Yes. Um, and I remember I was only six weeks at the time. And I remember mm-hmm. the doctor saying like, the chances of us hearing a heartbeat is very, very rare because you're so early in your pregnancy. But I was like, God, please do the supernatural. Okay. I trust you do the supernatural. And then as soon as I kid you not, Tope, as soon as he put the device on, mm-hmm. you heard a strong heartbeat. Thank you, Lord. I started to cry. I was like, this is really happening. This is really everything that we've prayed for. You know, the season that we've gone through, it wasn't in vain. Like, God, this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just like, wow, God really came through for us. And, you know, that was just the testimony start- starting. Yeah. But one thing that really helped me during this time, too, was mm-hmm. the story of Hannah. Mm-hmm. in first Samuel one. And that's what my page I am remembered is based off of mm-hmm. because she was praying to God for a child, praying, praying, praying like, God, please, you know, come through for, um, come through for me. And she made so many promises to God. And then the line that really stuck out to me mm-hmm. was when, um, after she's prayed, you know, and she went back, um, with her husband and it said the Lord remembered her. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, if you can remember Hannah, if you can even remember Sarah, mm. granted, I don't want to have a child when I'm like 90 years old, but <laughs> if you can remember them, I know you can remember me. And that's exactly what he did. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Yes, he is. Wow. So you you clung on you you stood on that word. You clung to that word. The Lord remembered Anna. I yes. love how the Bible comes alive. The words in the Bible come alive for each one of us. And it, it will be exactly what we need just at the right time. So, listeners, if you're needing hope, if you're struggling in this area today, I pray you're encouraged uh, by Kenesha's story. You are remembered. You are loved by our heavenly father. It's not over yet until he says it's over. So hang on to hope. So let me ask you during this season, this very trying season that you just shared with us, what treasures did you discover? Um, Honestly, it was just how faithful God is, Mm -hmm. you know, and like I previously shared, it's so easy for when you're dealing with something to start to blame God Mm -hmm. and to start to distance yourself from him. Mm -hmm. But it was through this season, Mm -hmm. um, I was able to cling to him more. Mm -hmm. I was able to trust him more, Mm -hmm. but, and I knew he had, um, my best intentions, mine and my husband's best intentions Mm -hmm. at heart. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was definitely something that I discovered um, during this time. And I knew I knew that it, it and it doesn't even matter if you're going through a season of infertility, whatever challenge that you're going through, you know, he remembers you. Um, so if like I can tell your listeners something. Um, 
who may be enduring something that's similar. You know, I remember when I was at the hospital, um, get, getting ready to give birth, um, I opened up my Bible app and you won't believe what the scripture of the day was. What was it? Jeremiah 29, 11. Oh, wow. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, mm -hmm. to give you an expected end. And some versions say to give you a hope in the future. Yes. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> like, that's literally all. I was like, God, you, you are amazing. Yes. And if there's anyone listening that's going through, um, Whatever it is, I encourage you, I highly encourage you to hide God's word in your heart and speak his word over your situation. Amen. And know he only loves you and he only wants you to prosper. Yes. Continue to speak God's word into your situation because the enemy lies yes. and will have you believing things that are not true. Yes. Like you are an image bearer of God mm -hmm. and he wants the best for you submit yourself to him and allow him to lead you allow him to order your steps is it going to be easy no mm -hmm. but you have to trust him you have to trust him and know that he 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 wants you to prosper he wants you to prosper and and sometimes it's challenging but looking at not what is happening to you, but what is happening for you. You know, like now I can share this testimony with other women or anybody in general, really, who may be going through a difficult time. Now my faith in God is, 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 has definitely been stretched, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I know that whenever I'm facing something like he's going to come through. Mm -hmm. He will come through. And sometimes him coming through is saying no, but it's for a good reason. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely for a good reason because, you know, our lens of what's happening are very small compared mm -hmm. to what God can see. Yes. You know, like when the Bible says his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's for real. <laughs> yeah. There's so much more than what our eyes can see. And see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I definitely encourage you to just hide his word in your heart and, and pray his word over your situation. And if God can remember me, he will definitely remember you. Wow. You have said a ton right there. So you had the, some of the treasures that you just shared were to um, know that hide the word of God in your heart, um, embrace that word and use it to encourage yourself. And just then hang on to hope. Pray that word over your situation and hang on to hope. And know that God remembered Anna. God remembered Sarah, even though Sarah was 90 years old. And maybe we don't think we want to be 90 and still <laughs> trying to have children. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but God did it before. He will do it again. Yes. And that his no is not. Uh, I say it this way, delay is not denial. Mm. It's no doesn't mean it's no forever. It's maybe a no for right now because he sees what we can't see. And the last thing I think you said that really caught me, my attention is your faith was stretched through this and you grew closer to God. And so times of trials, 
stretch us beyond our, out of our comfort zone, beyond our own capabilities and forces us to lean in unto God. Yes. Wow. Wow. Those are super, super duper treasures that you just shared <laughs> with us. A lot of treasures right there. So I hope there's one for your listeners out there. I hope you can take at least one treasure uh, that uh, Kenesha has shared. And I pray that that encourages your heart and that you're able to hang on to that and use that to encourage yourself to do whatever you may be going through. Um, so I know that the story of Anna is very near and dear to your heart. Um, some of the women who are struggling right now, who may be struggling with a similar issue, what do you? What are some specific things that they need to look out for as they go through that season? Um, I think one thing you have to look out for is your perspective on the situation, because sometimes we can become obsessed with something. Like, for example, like if you're wanting to have a child, you can become obsessed with the idea of wanting to have a child or um, yeah, obsessed with whatever outcome you are deeming that you forget um, that you need to submit to the will of God um, and just understand um, what he wants for you. So I would say definitely look out for that. Um, that, you know, obsession, um, to make sure that you're not putting that, that situation before him. Mm -hmm. Um, and just really look out for those people who are in your circle who care for you. Um, I was very intentional with who I shared certain information with, um, because like, I was like, I'm, I need some believers. I need some prayer warriors. I <laughs> Like I need people who are going to go before God and just intervene on my behalf while I am also intervening, not just, you know, curled up on my bed mm -hmm. and crying. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, definitely be mindful of who you are sharing certain information with. Mm -hmm. And um, um, yeah, you know, like just keep keep an eye out for like I said, how you're perceiving the the situation and who your who your inner circle um, contains. Yeah. So so perceiving how you how you're um, taking that situation so it doesn't become an idol. You don't make it. Right. You know that's the only thing you care about because many times uh, God looks at our heart. Mm. And then the second thing you shared is um, to look out for is. Put people in your life. Look for people in your life who are going to support you, who are going to be praying along with you, and who are going to be encouraging you in that tough season. I like that. Thank you for sharing those tips. And so, mm -hmm. as we're as we're um, rounding up, I just would like to say, what's you know, any any last words you want to give our um, audience? Any words of encouragement? Anything else you would like to share with them? Yes. So it's kind of to um, go back to that thought that I made earlier or that point about making the situation an idol. Um, I remember prior to um, the fourth pregnancy, um, it was really hard for me to submit to the will of God. I would say it like, yes, God, let your will be done. 
but did I really mean it in my heart? Like, no. <laughs> um, and I remember one day I was talking to my friend about it and she was like, why do you want a child so badly? And when I tell you, like, I was dumbfounded. Like, I couldn't even answer the question. And I started thinking to myself, why do I? Because it, I was so caught up in wanting one. I didn't even know the reason why I wanted one mm-hmm. um, other than to expand her family. But it was, that's when I realized like, Kanisha, you are, you're making this an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then she told me, she pointed me to the scripture, Philippians four, six through eight, mm-hmm. um, and which says, don't worry about anything. Instead, mm-hmm. pray about everything. Tell God mm-hmm. what you need and thank him for all he has done. Mm-hmm. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And and it says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Mm -hmm. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And it wasn't until then that I was like, God. If we become parents, we become parents. If we don't, we don't. But let your will be done. And it wasn't until I fully submitted um, this season to God, that season to God, mm-hmm. where things started to change for us. So submit your situation to the will of God. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You saved the best for the last. <laughs> That is the best. Submit your situation to the Lord. Wow. So friends, um, thank you again. Thank you again for, um, uh, Kenesha, for sharing your story. Uh, so profound. Thank you for you having shared me. with us today your journey through um, three miscarriages and how you weathered that season and the treasures that you found. And you saved the best for the last, which is the answer came after you submitted the season to the Lord. Yes. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank Thank you you. again for sharing your story. So how can our listeners connect with you? Um, You guys can connect with me on Instagram. Um, The page that we were talking about earlier, I am remembered underscore. So if you just search in I am remembered underscore, um, you should see that community um, where we share uplifting scriptures. Um, um, Women um, have shared their testimonies um, to their journey to um, um, motherhood. I couldn't. Yeah. yeah, Um, but there's some things coming up. Our, um, we're about to be one year in a couple of months, I believe. So, you know, I have some wow. things in store. So yeah, you guys can definitely follow. I am remembered underscore okay. on Instagram. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. Thank you for letting us know that you can follow Kenesha on Instagram on I am remembered and that community lifts, uplifts and supports women. And they testify to how they've seen God remember them uh, 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 following 1 Samuel 1. So friends, uh, thank you for being here today on Treasures and Truth with Topper. 
I hope that our time together inspires you to tap into your own treasures. I'll have show notes for you and I'll be sure to uh, put how you can connect with Kenesha in the show notes. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share, leave a rating and review to help the podcast get noticed on Apple and other podcast channels. Um, Your reviews are a gift and I appreciate them. Thank you. Uh, Thanks again for being a part of this community. I really appreciate you. And I just want to leave you with this. Remember that no matter what life throws at you, God has answers. So whether you have a relationship issues at home, at work, or any other crisis you're dealing with, God has answers. So until next time, we'll see you. God bless and have a wonderful day.